Dungeons and Drimbus is rated R for rude language, rough violence, and raunchy humor. Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I do declare here's what happened previously on Dungeons and Dreamers. After making their escape from the cells, the gals run out of the court of the Northern Isles. Death and destruction reigning behind them, they watch as Michelle Crichton makes her daring escape atop her raptors. As Carla and some of the other jurors fight back, Jessica places the killing blow and Michelle Crichton is thrown off a cliff. Raptors screeching in pain, Jessica sets them free, and they disappear. Having spotted the girls, Kristoff approaches Jessica and makes a vow to hunt her and Bob down, as the girls venture on deeper into the woods. I do declare, your honor is back in session. Gals, you venture on southward through the heavy snow of the fingers. The wind is howling and your fingers go numb from the biting frost. Please make a constitution saving throw. Great. (laughs) Oh, my constitution saving throw is an 18, don't you know? Really good for you. Thank you so much. Bob rolled a 10. (laughs) Believe it or not, you're both fine. However, the cold is chilling the fuck out of you. You've been traveling for roughly an hour at this point. The sun is setting, and you find it increasingly difficult, yet possible, to carry on. Oh, uh, Barb, how how you doing? You you good? I mean, realistically, I don't know if I would actually be cold. You're made of metal. I think you'd be extra cold. I don't know. Well, it's kind of like some metal, and then it's also like... Wood. So, oh, you know. there's wood in there? Barbara's packing some wood? Don't you know? Oh, wow. <laughs> my goodness, am I, am I blushing? Wow. Ooh. You've been blushing the whole Ooh. time, Jess. You're cold. Those rosy cheeks, you know, that's why Santa, uh, my friend Santa, Santa Paws, he, he always <laughs> has rosy cheeks, uh, and he, he comes, yeah, you know. Anywho. Oh, uh, Jess, you're, start, you're starting to lose it. Sounds like you're losing it. Am I? I don't know. <laughs> what, do you want to stop? Do you need to stop? You need to stop. Do you, what do you need? I mean, 
we could carry on. It is gosh darn cold, and I have a feeling that there might be a few more constitution checks if we were to carry on right now. Okay. Maybe rest? I can set up the tiny hut. You like the tiny hut. Who doesn't like a nice tiny hut? I, I, look, I love me a good tiny home. I love, I love, I, I love that. But, um, there's gotta be something coming up, you know? Make a stop. Okay, we can press on. How, how about we press on until we absolutely cannot no more? Yeah? Okay, sure, yeah. Why not? We don't, I mean, no, let's do it. Yeah. And Bob treads on. So Jessica will tread on behind her, following her footprints. Yeah, it, it should be noted the fingers are a kind of mountainous region. And so there are a lot of elevation changes. You're not necessarily hiking up a mountain right now, but sometimes the snow is up to your ankles. More often than not, it's up to your knees. Sometimes it might even be up to your waist. Okay, so maybe we're more trudging then. Yes. We are struggling, (laughs) I would like to say. Jessica, you look like Jack Nicholson in the snow in, um, what was it, The Shining? (laughs) The Shining. Yeah, you look like Jack Nicholson in The Shining with the snow coming out of your nose. (laughs) I hate that image. Ooh, yeah. But you venture on for about another hour. Jessica breaks off the icicles out of her nostrils, um, reaches into her purse, takes out a little snack, and starts to use the icicle nostril fluids as chopsticks. Okay, uh, to do what? Just to, to have her little snack. Jessica, you break off your icicle chopsticks and reach into your purse to grab what must be at least like week old sushi from before you were in prison. And please roll a constitution saving throw. <laughs> Yay. We love it when a bit turns out well. <laughs> um, I failed the constitution <gasps> saving throw. Like I rolled a one, I failed. Okay. Just dies. I have food poisoning. It's coming out both ends now. That's Ew. Bob rolled a 17. Barb, you are fine. However, Jess, you take, and please mark this down, one level of exhaustion. And additionally, because you rolled a critical failure, the sushi was bad, and you throw up and take one point of damage. That's generous. Thank the die. I rolled a d6. Okay. (laughs) Jess, why would you eat the sushi? (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Why would you... You know better I, than that. It just, Come on. It still looked so good. I just, it's a cold place. I thought it might have killed off any of the... Oh, okay. Oh, hold I, your hair. Holding <laughs> your hair back. That's great. Okay. Yeah, thank you for holding the hair. That's that, that, that's, that very generous of you. Okay. What do we do? Um, okay, I, I think I'm I think I'm done. I think, you know, yeah, I think I think Are you good to keep going, good. Jess? Um, I'm tired. But yeah, I'll keep going. <laughs> sure. Yeah. At this point the sun is almost entirely set. It is getting dark, but you know that you're heading south. You're welcome to roll an investigation if you'd like, but you are in the heart of the forest. Hmm. Okay. Uh, do you want to do the tiny? I guess tiny hut would be the most appropriate now. Okay. Well, I'll 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 roll an investigation. See see what the surroundings are like. Let's see here. Ooh, a natural twenty wow. plus my five brings it to a twenty-five. Wow. Okay. Beautiful. So with a natural twenty, I'll give you a little extra. You look around and you have no clue where you are. You're in the middle of the forest, but you know that you have maintained south. And based on the density of the forest, you know that you are definitely past Mrs. Muffin's house at this point. You get the feeling that you've made some good progress. 
but you don't recognize necessarily any major landmarks that could be nearby. However, with that nat 20, you know that you have not gotten turned around. Turned around, every now and then. Jess, you're losing it. Additionally, you hear some rustling in the trees. Jessica, with your nat 20, you know that it is something large. You know you didn't make it up, and you kind of see something fly over the trees. But you don't get a good look at it. Oh... Did you see, Barb, Barb, did you see that thing fly overhead? No, I don't I know what, it, it looked pretty big. Can werewolves fly now? Is it that gosh darn werewolf from before or whatever it was? Was it a werewolf? I'm like, was it Taylor or was it Edward? Oh, Edward? Edward, is that you? Jake, that's the name, Jacob. Jacob's the werewolf. Jacob, oh, Jacob, Jacob, Jacob. Edward. I don't know. Should we run? I want to run. Jedward? Oh, I don't want to run. Let's make a friend. We need some friends. We lost all our friends. Fuck. Okay, Jess, you need to sit down. And Bob is going to gently seat Jess onto the snow. I assume she just, like, falls flat and whatever does, does whatever she wants to do. She sprawls and she starts slowly making, like, a snow angel. Bob is going to do her best to, like, kind of mm. cover Jess. It's like a mattress. It's like a pillow. Oh it's so God. soft and so cold. Bob is going to do her best to cover Jess and kind of be on lookout with sword drawn and just like waiting for something. What are you covering Jess with? My bot, not like covering. I mean like, you know, like, like watch my, I'm watching her. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, back, roll. Front. Do you want to roll an investigation check? Sure. Hmm. Oh, well. Oh, don't fall. Oh. 23. Beautiful. You actually managed to look up and you hear the rustling has kind of distanced itself. You don't see it, but whatever it is, you hear it getting further away, almost as if it's trying to distance itself from you guys. Oh, you want oh, you want to get away from us? Well, I got news for you. Well, obviously we're a big threat. We're really threatening. So okay. Threatening. Oh, oh what yeah. Do we do? We we're a big look at these two big threats. <laughs> And by two big threats, you know what I mean, Barbara? Yes, I And Jessica's I, been like, kind of like massaging her chest and you would think that that's what she meant. She mean, she didn't actually mean that. She meant because there's two of them, Barbara and herself. They're two big threats. Sure, Jess. Sure. What else happens, God? What else? Nothing's happening right now. Okay. Barbara's gonna do her best to like pick up Jess put like one of her arms over her shoulders and like hobble the way they were con just continue on until until Bob fails her constitution roll a constitution saving throw Dang both it. rolling rolling on the river that's a 19 for Bob and it's a 13 for Jessica you both carry on just fine it's very cold it's getting dark but you both carry on okay carry on mom Girls, it's really dark now. Come on, Jess. No light in my life anymore. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, none of that now. I, it's dark. Follow the dark. There's no light to follow. I don't like this song. Go into the dark. <laughs> Whee! And with that, we carry on. Give me another constitution saving Good throw. Boy. That's a 12. 
the bob. This time, Jessica rolls a four on her constitution check. Barb, you are doing okay, but at this point you look to your friend Jess and you see that she is growing paler. You see how the green hues of her skin grow more prominent. At this moment, the snow is kind of up to about belly button height and you guys are really in the thick of it. Jessica, you take a second level of exhaustion. Mm. You now have disadvantage on ability checks and your speed is half. As you are feeling the frost. However, you do notice a little ways forward and kind of to the right, you think you make out what might be beneath the snow a road that you can travel on. It is still snowed to hell, but you think that beneath the snow there may or may not be something that you could follow to somewhere else. Okay, Jess, come on. Just to the road, to the road. Oh, Mom, let's turn the car around, you know? Let's turn the... Wait, Ma, can we turn the carriage around? When are we going to get there? I am the car, Jess. Come on. I said carriage because I wasn't sure if there's cars. It's okay. You're you're, you're loopy. You're not here, you know? Car's just short for carriage. But I'm here. You're here. Are we not here? Where are we, then? Are we not... Oh, good lord. And Barb is gonna, like, put Jess just, like, fully on her back to give her, like, a piggyback ride and just really, really, really do her best to just get to that damn road. Oink, oink. I'm the piggy. You start moving towards the road. However, now that Jessica's speed is halved, give me two constitution saving throws. Okay. In order to travel the same distance, it now takes you two hours. Oh, my gosh. Jess. Uh, one was a six for Jessica, and the other was a 19. Okay. One was a 14. Oh, and one was an 18. Okay, Barbara, you are just impenetrable. That's As right. you trudge through the snow trying to clear a path for Jessica. <gasps> You manage to get onto the trail, and sure enough, as you feel the snow crunch under your feet, you feel that it is more even here and perhaps easier to travel on. Oh, thank Lord. However, Jessica, you take a third level of exhaustion. Barbara, you are seeing it wear on Jessica, as she now also has disadvantage on attack rolls and saving throws. Jessica, you don't even really have the strength to sing right now. You can (gasps) maybe mumble at best. Oh, no. Oh no, really? Jess, you're not getting out. Now I know you're really not I, good. Yeah. Like now I know you're, you're done. You're almost done. Um, yeah, but as you see your friend begin to kind of falter in faculties, Barbara, you notice, because Jessica's definitely not noticing this, you notice a fork in the road that you are traveling on. No. And you notice it because there is a signpost sticking out of the snow. <gasps> a signpost? One is pointing west and it reads Mallowan Shores. (laughs) The other reads Chesapeake and points to the east. Oh man, man, man. Honestly, at this point, I want to just go the shortest. I want to go, I want, I'm so scared that Jess is, I don't know how exhaustion works. I've never really dealt with this mechanic before. I don't think she'll die, right? You want to roll a medicine check to see? Sure. That's a 16. Okay, I'll give you this. You get the feeling that she could probably take a few more levels of exhaustion, although she's obviously not looking good with the amount of debuffs she has. That said, with a 16, you get the feeling that at higher levels of exhaustion, death is possible. Okay, Jess. 
We're, we're getting really, really close. Hey, Jess. Hey, Jess. Do, do, you, do, you, do you see the sign here? Do you see the post? Do you see it? Okay. Point a finger. Left or right. And Jessica is going to try to lift one of her arms to point. Okay. Which way are you pointing? Um, Roll the die, baby. I'm going to flip a coin. I don't really know what I think Jessica's too delusional to really under comprehend like that's fair Amanda left is heads or tails left is tails okay we're gonna flip and we're gonna see which way Jessica points Jessica lifts her left arm and points left okay yeah she struggles to do it but she does it. She doesn't understand what choice she's making. She just, I think she's at a point where she just can't read the sign. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, first, just put your hands in. Yeah, I'm going to have just like really put her arms like fully around my shoulders and like put them in my armpits so they can get warmer. Like, and she's basically just like a backpack at this point. Mm-hmm. 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 And hopefully that helps. Mm-hmm. And with that, Bob is going to look to the left, look to the right and look left again and go left because you always go left. You know what I mean? Yeah. Good choice. You head left, presumably toward chest peak. Please roll another constitution saving. Okay, okay. Just a big bang! Wow. Wow. That's a 22. And Jessica rolls a 16. Wow. Did you roll that oh, with disadvantage? roll with disadvantage. <laughs> That's a thing. Uh, with disadvantage, it's a nine. Oh, man. What if, what if, but she had her hands in my armpits the whole time. That should be like a plus one. You know what I mean? Come on, God. Jessica, you take a fourth level of exhaustion and your hit point maximum is halved. Oh, no. At this point, Barbara, Jessica is looking really bad. No, no. You get the feeling that if she does not do well moving forward, she may not be able to move at all. Okay, no, this isn't fair. And as you hear this, you hear from off in the distance, Oh, 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 please, somebody help. Somebody help, for Cesario. I, I will take take what I can get, and Barbara's going to run towards the voice. (laughs) Yes, the voice that sounds in distress is really going to be helpful for her. You don't know. You don't know. You don't know. Okay, you drag Jessica through the snow, and further down that road, you see a wagon that appears to have busted a wheel. Beneath the wagon is a cowering half-elf, lying on their stomach, shielding their head with their arms. Above the wagon is a large beast with the body of a bird and the head of a stag. I think we might have seen that. (laughs) It's clawing at the half-elf and attempting to overturn the wagon with its massive antlers. What do you do? Bob is going to try to... Oh, damn it. It's big. This is like a big thing. It's like a beast, right? For game reasons, it is medium, but it is a large medium. As in, it's bigger than you. Like a bit. Okay, 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 okay. If you take its wings into account, that's where it gets really big. It has a massive wingspan. 
you hear as it drives its antlers into the side of the wagon, piercing the hide, attempting to overturn it. You hear the wood creaking. Oh, somebody please! <laughs> Anybody help Bossesario? So, okay, wait. So, so Homie is underneath the wagon. Yes. But the wagon... The it, wagon oh. has a broken wheel. Uh-huh. And the creature is using its head and right, antlers, so, trying mm-hmm. to overturn it. While its claws, it has like eagle talons, are trying to pluck Cesario out from under. Okay, I understand. I understand. All right. Um. Okay, Barb is going to put Jess gently on the side. Like, don't move. Am I propped up or what? what? Yes, I tried to, but I don't think I. I I assume you will flop. Am I like against a tree or like? Um. Yeah. Sure. Okay. I just want to know if I'm able to watch the action. 100%. 100%. Of course. Come on. What am, what am I? She yeah. takes the time to build a snow chair for you. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, poor Cesario's there getting scratched up by the talons. Oh, good lord. I hate this. And Bob is going to pull out her sword and uh, with whatever energy has left. And she's going to be like, hey, hey, big old, big old, big old thing. You, 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 big old, you get, get, oh, God, I'm so tired, I'm so tired. And with those charming, inspiring words of heroism, please roll for initiative. Gosh, dang it. We're halfway there. This, this is the Halftime app with Terrence J. Hey, TJB here, out in the woods. Still tracking Nikki B. Um, I got lost on this trail about a week ago, and I'm starting to run low on supplies. Uh, it just feels like someone doesn't want us to find Nikki. <sighs> I'm tired. Uh, I barely keep awake. Oh. Wait a minute. Uh, I think I got some geek grind in here. Uh, let me check. Oh, God, yes. Oh, and it's the medieval mischief Irish cream flavor. Oh, man. Mmm. I'll definitely keep my spirits up. Just this spot. It's a good thing, too. It's really affordable. Plus... You know, you get 20% off by using code DREMBUS at geekgrindcoffee.com slash DREMBUS. If I didn't, I don't know what I'd do. Wait, shh, shh. What's that? Ah! A ninja star? Where did that come from? Huh? Uh, are those the patrons? Why does it look like they're hunting me? Maybe it's them. Maybe they're the reason that Nikki B is missing. Maybe they don't want Nikki B to be found. No, no, that's definitely not the patrons. I mean, why would the patrons be hunting me and trying to hide Nikki B? Is that Jerry Benetados? Queso Loco? Greta and Beignet? Alejandro Lopez? Not Ace Andrews? Huh, Thomas Murphy? Regina Russell Salty? Adrian Bundy? Sabalipos? Jordan Cobb? Uh, That's the unnamed rogue. That's John Gillette. Chloe G, no, not YouTube, Con Air on DVD, NP Star, Doubtful Guest, Michael Richters, Davis Walden, Danny Dewdrop, Myth Mouse, Will Woodall, Kelly Wolf, Brandon M. Bishop, 
No! Bridge, you two! Twiglets, Joanna, Westberger, that's Stan Sitzman, Scrambles the Death Dealer? Why? Aaron Adams, Nathan Mestard, Ruth Danados, Morgan Lawson, Olivia Hill, Willem Fuchs, not you two, Trip, Carrie Holmes, Stoner Panda, Melissa Rain, Hensational, and that's Aaron Savania. The patrons really do want me. I gotta go. I gotta get out of here before they find me. Oh no. That's so bad. Would an initiative roll also be like a skill roll that's disadvantaged? Or? No. Then my initiative was a 19. Wow. <laughs> nice. Am I included in this? Should I be included in this? Yeah, okay. you are. All right. Barbara? I got a freaking four. Ooh, okay. <laughs> Jess, can we switch, please? First up is Jessica. <laughs> oh my gosh. Jessica is going to cast the cantrip prestidigitation. And the effect that she chooses to do is she is going to warm one cubic foot of non-living material for one hour. So she is going to warm the cubic foot where like she's kind of propped up and sitting. <laughs> I'm <laughs> So now, now she's, she's like getting warmer just sitting there and like maybe the snow starts to melt so yeah. now she's just kind of sitting in like this warm puddle of water. Now you really have the Jack Nicholson face going on. <laughs> Next up is the creature. First, it is going to attempt to overturn the carriage. Okay, it seems to be fixated with trying to get this dude. And so it tries to lift the wagon, doesn't quite get it, and begins to scratch at him. But he manages to scurry away under the wagon with each swipe. It is frustrated, just letting out these big stag bellows that echo throughout the space. Next up is Cesario. Cesario is frozen in fear. Oh my gosh. And he is going to, oh, okay, good for him. He pulls out a little dagger. It looks almost more like a pocket knife, like it's utilitarian more so than for combat purposes. And he hurls it at one of the talons that are scratching at him. And it actually lodges itself in the base of the sort of hawk-like foot. The creature seems to take a notable amount of damage, but it doesn't seem to be making a huge difference at this moment. As Barbara, it is your turn. Okay, did it back up from the wagon now that it's been like stabbed in the foot at all? Just a little bit. It's kind of hovering right above the wagon. Okay, so if I wanted to like go into the wagon and just like grab whatever I could. Sure. How realistic would that be? You could give me a stealth check, but it's going to have advantage on his perception check just because you're entering the area it is currently very highly aware of. That's fair. Okay, I want to get in the wagon. I want I, I, I want to get, I want to see what's in the wagon. Okay, stealthily or are you just doing it? I'll be stealthy. Roll a stealth check. Okay. Mm, that's a 12. Okay. <sighs> You run. It takes pretty much all of your movement to make it to the wagon, and you die. You see the creature, and you notice that it clocks you. It's floating right above that wagon. You see it see you. Can I wink at it? And it doesn't really care that you're there, as it dives with its antlers into the cart again. Even even when I winked at it? Even when I gave it a nice little... You give it a wink, and it, like, scrunches its stag nose. That's incredibly disrespectful. And I can't believe you just let that happen in our make-believe world. Anyway, um, 
So I'm in the wagon. Yes, as you dive into the wagon, you somersault into it, and you see that the back of it is just loaded with stuff. It is full of cargo. And when you land in it, you find that you are in a wagon full of newspapers. <gasps> and that will be your turn. No! As at this point, a second periton, one of these creatures, descends from the trees. Jessica, you are barely lucid as you sort of feel this warmth, but you hear that rustling that you heard earlier, and this thing is going to swoop at you with a dive attack. Oh. Mm -hmm. Jessica is going to use her reaction to cast shield on herself. Okay, what does shield do? An invisible barrier of magical force appears and protects me. Until the start of my next turn, I have a plus five bonus to my AC, including against the triggering attack. And I take no damage from magic missile, which would be very helpful for a different game. <laughs> okay, so let's see how this goes. Not great, actually. Not great for who? I'm assuming your armor class is higher than 10? Yeah, with that little shield thing, it's a 15. Okay, it swoops down talons first as if it wants to pick you up, Jessica. Its talons do actually grab your shoulders, but you see this magical force repel it and it flies up as if it's been bounced off and then it's going to dive back down again at you with its antlers. Oh, does a 24 hit you? It sure does, yeah. Okay, you get the feeling its momentum has been decreased and this attack will likely be less severe than what you initially had coming at you. Uh -huh. But you take, oof, 11 damage as it swoops down at you and one of its antlers strikes across from your upper chest down to like your lower stomach. Uh -huh. <laughs> However, that is the end of its turn as it flies back up again out of reach. That wouldn't be as bad if I had my full max health, but... <laughs> Jessica, it is your turn as it flies up into the air above you. Okay. Hmm. Come on. That's gotta wake her up a little bit. Like, come on. <laughs> come on! I'm exhausted. <laughs> That's gotta be like a minus um, two levels of exhaustion right there. Hmm. What should Jessica do here? Light the wagon on fire, just do it. I had do originally it. thought of that, do, but now I have 10 health do left. It. So. <laughs> Fair enough. Jess is gonna cast False Life at the third level. <laughs> How's that look? Looks very interesting when she's this exhausted. So Jessica raises her arm kind of very slowly and floppily and she's kind of got a limp wrist and you see this like purple vapors start to appear in her hand and like it's got some green in there as well and she kind of brings it over and she rests it on her chest and she kind of tilts her head down and she just goes bring these vapors girl and then she uh <laughs> and then she just huffs the vapors into her nostrils so she gains 15 temporary hit points. Okay, not bad. You feel some of that assembly of life fill you as you regain some of the damage you just taken. Jessica, is that the end of your turn? Mm, there's gotta be a, a something I can do with a bonus action here. Come on, where are you? No, there's nothing else that Jessica can do. Okay. She just kinda just smiles goofily 
<laughs> you smile as the beast circles above you, seemingly preparing for another dive. As the one by the cart is going to take a page out of its friend's book, and it is going to swoop up and then fly back down with as much strength as it can muster straight at the cart. And finally, it digs an antler into the wagon, and as it does, you actually hear the antler begin to splinter apart. But as it does, it manages to just barely tip the wagon over onto its side, exposing the half-elf underneath. And Cesario goes, <laughs> Cesario means no harm! Cesario means no harm! <laughs> That's all it can do, but you can see Cesario's freaking out. The creature's lost one of its antlers, and it is now kind of perched on the ground, and is T-Rex walking on those talons toward the half-elf. Meanwhile, inside the carriage, Barbara, <laughs> you get knocked over. No! As a couple of wooden boxes, like, shatter on you, you take four points of bludgeoning damage. Ow! Oh my gosh, the word bludgeoning is so aggressive. <laughs> I can just see it. <laughs> and you get just covered head to toe. You're swimming in the newspapers. And you pop out as it is now your turn. Jessica, you are sitting in your little seat. And you see Cesario begin to just run down the road. They are booking it for their life, screaming, Cesario wants to live! <laughs> as they run just as fast as they can. Barbara, you are now inside the carriage, just covered in newspapers. Covered in newspapers. Yep. That is that. That's all that's in here. Newspapers. Just newspapers. You look around, you see nothing but crates and crates of newspapers. And as you look around, you actually catch one of the headlines on the newspapers. I bet I do. Bold text that reads, renowned author Jessica Felcher arrested. And in that moment, like you're, it's like a movie, you know? It's like, obviously there's so much more happening outside this wagon, but it's like time stops for Bob in the, in the wagon. Bob's gonna quickly come too. And she's gonna grab as many newspapers as she can and start like just, she, she's gonna grab a bunch. She's gonna grab a bunch. Oh, well, no, or mm, should she stay in the wagon and hope this little, this, this weird thing goes after this other thing, right? Hmm. No, no, Bob's gonna leave the wagon. Okay, you step out of the wagon, arms full of newspapers. I once again, I'm gonna make eye contact with that creature. <laughs> okay, it looks at you, it sees you. It's That's it? Yeah, it's just looking at you. I'm gonna kindly offer it a newspaper and just look at it like my I, I don't blink. It takes it in a talon. It's holding one of the newspapers in its talon. And <laughs> fuck, <laughs> I didn't think, I didn't think this far ahead. Bob gives gives it a newspaper, and she's gonna just like whisper to it, like it's just us. There's no one else in the world right now. It's just me and this creature, and she's just gonna look at it and she's gonna whisper, extra, extra, and uh, <laughs> with that is gonna run towards Jess to hopefully. I mean, in this I can't do much in this turn, I'm sure, but I'm gonna right now. I'm gonna run towards Jess. You run back towards Jessica. Is there an action you're gonna take? Or you just run? Um, Bob's gonna say, blow up the wagon as she's running towards Jess. <laughs> you say, blow up the wagon as you run toward Jess. <laughs> and you make it to Jess just as the second creature dive bombs her again. Fair enough. 
Fair enough. I'm assuming a seven does not hit you, Jessica. It does not, no. It dives down toward you, talents first, and then it like looks at Barb, loses its focus, and then goes butt first into the snow. <laughs> It is now at level with you, and it is going to sweep its antlers on the ground, trying to toss you into the air. What kind of freaking creature? Does a 10 hit you? Not if I use my reaction as it's coming at me to cast shield again. Okay. Which I do. Amazing. <laughs> Jessica sees the movement like as if the antlers are coming towards her, and she just kind of like gives the creature a wink. And in that wink, like, some green sparks just kind of appear at her eye and then just like in a flash, the sparks kind of like create like a shield. Nice. The shield forms. It whips its antlers around and they do make contact. They slam into you, busting the snow chair that Barbara made and tossing you up into the air. You fly back down flat onto your stomach, hitting the ground. But the ward seems to have protected you from taking any sort of damage. Okay. As you just lie face down in the snow. <laughs> Jessica, it's your turn. Jessica's going to roll over. Yeah. And would you say that her feet are towards the carriage, or do you think her head? No, your head is towards the carriage. Okay, so she's going to like flop an arm back over her head while she's lying on her back. And she's going to go, and she's going to blow up the wagon. Well, blow up the wagon. I, 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 I'm debating between two things. Blow it up. I've got fire bolts, which would require a disadvantage attack roll on the wagon. Hmm. Or the cantrip prestidigitation, you instantaneously light or snuff out a candle, a torch, or a small campfire. The wagon is not any of those, but I could create like a fire of that size, I argue, question mark? On perhaps a newspaper? Yes, and hope that it catches. I'll allow it. Okay. To avoid the embarrassment of missing with my disadvantage that I have from my exhaustion. Fair. Michael the player and Jessica still has a bit of her wits about her, flops her arm back and like very lazily snaps her fingers as some green sparks appear at her fingertips. They fly over, land on a newspaper, and a fire is started within the wagon. Yeah, we don't see much yet, but there are definitely some thin wisps of smoke beginning to rise out of the overturned carriage. Okay, it is now the creature's turn. Barbara, you have given it a newspaper which it holds rolled up in its talon. It flies up and is going to hurl that newspaper at Cesaria's head as it swoops back down to attack him. Great, sorry bud. Oof, yeah. Uh Okay, that hits, and... And he's dead! (laughs) Did he die by a newspaper to the back of the head? Because that's metal. Actually, it's paper, but... Died from severe paper cut. (laughs) The newspaper pelts Cesario in the back of the head. It causes him to stumble and sort of lose his footing for just a second. And in that instant, the creature dives, talons first. It digs them into Cesario's shoulder, and he goes... As the wings flap and it carries him up into the air, tosses him up, and then you see the creature flips and dive bombs and it's going to attempt to impale him on the antlers. 
What a way to go. However, it misses as you see Cesario fall back down to the ground and slam into the snow. <laughs> and you see the snow begin to get tinged with red as Cesario is not looking very good at all. It is now Cesario's turn. Cesario is going to try throwing the last of his daggers and... Oh, wow, that hits! Huh? Not bad. He throws the dagger and it nicks across the beast's neck, cutting it and bleeding. But you see that it is more akin to like nicking yourself while shaving than getting injured. Mm-hmm. Somewhere in between. Yeah. As Cesario begins to run away going, Cesario is just doing his job. <laughs> Barbara, it's your turn. Okay, Bob's gonna look at the wagon. How's it looking now? How's that fire cooking? You can tell that this will turn into a full-blown fire so long as no one takes any action to stop that. Okay, Bob is then going to grab Jess and start running deeper into the forest, so off the path. Okay. Doesn't want to lose sight of the path, but wants to get out of this area with these crazy, creepy creatures. Yeah, yeah. Roll a disadvantage stealth check as you try to lose it. Man, you know I'm no good with the stealth. The path that Cesario is running up, it should be noted, actually goes upward, like scaling a mountain. And as you look up, you can tell that there's probably some manner of building or something up there. You see what look like smokestacks billowing, but you can't really tell exactly what it is. It's far enough away that it would probably incur another constitution saving throw Mm. to get there. Okay, that's a 16. (laughs) I feel like Palazzo. Oh, that's a 20. Dirty 20, but so 16. So we're gonna go with the 16. Unfortunately, this creature does seem to have very keen senses. So that's going to be a, oh my God, 16. No, As you run into the forest, you duck and cover into a dead bush between some trees. And as you do, you see the periton, it flies up and its claws, which are big enough to wrap around a small tree, grabs onto the trunk and you see it kind of looking and sniffing around. It seems to lose you for a second. And as it does, it then starts skittering from tree to tree. And you notice that the leaves are shaking, sort of like the trees that you noticed earlier. And then you see it tilt its head down and lock onto Jess, who is currently slung across your shoulders. Why is it Jess? Look at me, man, look at me. However, that is its turn as it spent most of its turn searching for you. Jess, it is your turn on Barbara's back. What do you want to do? Jess, I'm sorry. (laughs) Jessica is going to cast the cantrip Minor Illusion. And she's holding on to Barbara's back, but she like waves her fingers kind of over off to their side, 30 feet away. And she is going to attempt to produce Cesario's voice to come from that rambly bush area. Okay. And uh, she's gonna have the voice say, Cesario says, come here. <laughs> and that's that's what she's gonna do. Roll a disadvantaged animal handling check. <laughs> With disadvantage, it is a six. <laughs> it does not seem interested in Cesario. Didn't think it would. Roll a nature check for me now that you guys have been engaged with this threat. 
A 17. Wow, with disadvantage? Yeah, the first one was a 20. Jessica, I'll give you this. You're doing these things, but you're like half doing them because you're kind of disabled at the moment. And you have this really intense brain fog for some reason. You're trying to figure out what it is, and this creature does not seem interested in Barbara for some reason. And while you don't know much about it, you can tell that it seems very specifically interested in like live fleshy creatures, sort of like you and Cesario. Okay. That is the base instinct that you can gather right now. Cool. You don't know what it is, but maybe if your mind weren't so muddled, you could piece together a little more. You hear sounds of mayhem off down the path, and then you hear, oh, Cesario says a stay back. <laughs> and then Barbara, it is your turn. Okay, Barbara is going to burst out of the bushes She's gonna say extra, extra, being the newsy that she is. <sighs> she don't wanna attack, but she's gonna attack. I can't have nothing if I can't have Santa <laughs> Come on, Jess is providing background music, thank you. Okay, so I'm gonna attack this creature and I'm definitely gonna be attacking it twice, but I'm gonna use precision attack which is one of my battle master maneuvers. Thank you. Okay. And so it's when I make a weapon attack roll against a creature, you, I can add one superiority die to the roll and assume my superiority die is 1d8, just so you know. So that's a 21 to hit. That definitely hits. Perfect. And then because I'm gonna attack twice, we're gonna roll again. That's a 15 to hit. Okay, that definitely hits as well. Oh, okay, great. Uh, can I ask, what kind of damage are you doing? Oh no. I'm using my sword. Oh no. Okay, please roll your damage. I'm gonna, if this doesn't work out, you know what I'm gonna say. I'm gonna fly to New York and I'm gonna kick your ass, okay? Let's <clears> see <throat> if you can kick this thing's ass first. Well, we're gonna find out. That's, okay, that's an 8 and a 7, so that's a 15 total. Okay, describe these two hits for me, please. So Bob jumps out of the bushes, screaming, extra, extra. And she pulls out the sword that she took way back when over at the courthouse. We don't like to think of that. It was a dark time. And she's going to slash at this creature the best that she can. I, You know, she's, she's really going to ideally... Like in my head, I would love to like take off the talons or the antler, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But I'll take what I can get. I want it. I want to hurt it. I want it to get hurt. I'll take the eyes. I don't, I don't care. I'll take it. You hold the sword in such a fashion that it is almost pointing backwards and you run at this creature as it is beginning to take up into the air. And then as you do, you sort of flick the sword out, slashing across its talons until your arms are fully extended. And then you change poses so that the sword is then at your chest and you push up towards its neck, slashing it for what you know in most cases would probably be about 15 damage. However, it seems to be less. It is still hurt as you see it is cut into and begins to bleed. However, you get the feeling that perhaps its hide is extraordinarily thick and is resisting some of your slicing. So rude, so rude, so rude. I'm gonna see However, you. I will say the damage you did do seems like a sizable chunk even with reduction. It's not looking bad yet, but it's definitely hurt as it goes. It begins to bleed from that spot that you hit on the neck. Actually, one of the splotches lands on you, Jess. 
It is nice, warm blood. Just letting you know, um, Spirit Airlines has a flight to New York for tomorrow for three hundred dollars. <laughs> in case you want to follow through, for three hundred dollars. Yeah. Um, I could die for cheaper than that. Thank you. I'm not paying three hundred dollars to let my spirit leave my body. If we hit fifty patrons, Whimsic Productions will pay for Amanda to fly to New York and punch <laughs> me. Thank you. Thank you. I want to say though, I do have an additional action on my turn. And I think I would like to attack again. Okay, go for it. Okay, thank you. It looks annoyed with you. It definitely sees you. It registers the danger that you are posing and is keeping an eye on you, but does not seem like it wants to go after you. Oh, now you want to look you at could me. Not. Now you want to address me. You could not attack it again. I could not attack it again. Just in case, maybe, I don't know, Jessica has, has a has a plan to maybe make herself less appealing. Jess, I love you, but you're like not fully here right now. You're not even here. <laughs> Just sing your newsies. Am I still on your back? No, God, no. You're, you're, you're in the bushes. I think you were on her back when she started the attack. And then when she ran forward, you like stayed in the air because she ran so fast <laughs> and then flopped down. <laughs> I'm gonna attack. I don't see, you know, this is a, what do you want me to, I, I feel like I should attack. I mean, follow your instincts. <laughs> now my instincts have been poopied on, pooped on, pooped. I, I didn't mean to poop on your instincts. You can't no, hear Jessica okay. or me anyway. So like, be true to your heart. Oh my gosh. True to your heart. Um, all right, Bob is gonna attack it again. Okay. Sorry. You do you, girl. Ah, bah, bah. Do it. That is a 19. That hit. Do it. That is a. Finish him. That is a 15. That also hits. Roll for damage on both of these. Woo. I've never been luckier in my life. Luck had nothing to do with it. That is a five. And that is an eight. 13 damage. AKA six or seven. Correct. <laughs> it does seem to take not 13. <laughs> Roughly half. Six and a half. However, it is now looking really quite bad. As you run forward at it and you go to swipe at its feet and it sees you coming. So it gives a gust of its wings to kind of lift itself up and out of the way. However, your sword keeps slashing and actually cuts that feathered tail off. And so you see it fall into the snow and it begins to bleed quite heavily from its rear end. Oh, I hate when that happens. Gonna need some hemorrhoid cream for that. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> Next up is its turn. It is now very annoyed with you, Barbara, and you see it is glancing from you to Jessica, to you to Jessica, to you to Jessica, and it screams at you, Barb. And then swoops at Jessica again. Oh! Rolls a critical failure. Good. And actually, busts one of its antlers. The head gets lodged between two trees and begins kicking wildly, trying to make one final attack. Jessica, does a 17 hit you? Yeah. Okay. You take six points of piercing damage as one of the talons scratches your cheek. However, it is now your turn, Jessica. All right, Jessica, the piercing on her cheek, she reaches up and starts playing with it with her finger as all this green mist starts to emanate from her hand. And she's going to use her hex magic ability to cast Disguise Self free of a spell slot. This green mist starts to form on her hand and she like reaches into the skin 
and like she starts to peel it back and the disguise self spell makes it look as if she's peeling off her face and then she reveals underneath a Warforge appearance that looks exactly like Dot. Whoa! Okay, now I'm just triggered. That's kind of rude. Incredible. Okay, please roll a deception check flat. You would have disadvantage because of exhaustion, but I'm giving you advantage because of this Thanks. creative use. No fucking way! <laughs> it's a natural twenty. Beautiful. Ah, okay. Thank God. Uh, with, with the bonus, it's a twenty. Yeah, but, Jessica, you yeah. are wearing an uncanny version of Dot's face. Barbara, it is your turn. Oh, that was fast. Um. <laughs> it has just busted one of its antlers in between the trees and kind of accidentally, but not really, scratched Jessica's face. But now you see Jessica's face looks like Dot. Barbara's gonna like look at Jess. Who now looks like Don? Be like, what? Oh my! Dot was gorgeous. Oh my god! Wow. Okay. Uh, and then she's like, oh, sorry. And then she's gonna run over and then uh, once again uh, attack the creature again. No. What do you mean no? Why? What? It's gonna leave us alone now. Because <laughs> I'm not fleshy. I mean, but I. What about Cicero? You don't know this. Only I got the nature check thing, so you don't have this information. God damn it. I mean, I looked at you. I don't, yeah, I technically don't. I didn't put that together, I guess. You don't have the, this information. Only the I fleshy, The fleshy boy part. I didn't really think of that. Eh, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna attack it again. I'm sorry. I'm gonna attack it. Okay. Mm, that's a 13. Just barely hits. Really? That's a pleasant surprise. And I'm attacking twice, obviously. And that is a 16. Also hits. Wow. Oops. That's 13 again, which is like six and a half. Okay, yeah, you run towards it. How do you attack it? So its antler is like caught in the tree? Yeah, it seems like it is about to free itself. It has dug its talons into the tree and is trying to push off. Parts of the antler have broken off. It's really sad, actually. Yeah, but it's starting to free itself. It is bleeding out of its ass too, which is facing you. Yeah, so wait. <laughs> A bleeding asshole is never a good sign, yeah, guys. I gotta tell you. Yeah, I don't want to do what I don't want to do the initial thought that I had. Um, but as it's like pushing its head like out and moving like backwards, I would like to be behind it with the sword, to then like, <laughs> it's like essentially running into my sword. Yeah. You know. With its ass. He ran into my knife. He ran into my knife ten times. Yeah, yeah. You know. Okay, yeah, and sure enough, as it backs up, it manages to free itself and backs itself directly up onto your sword, shoving it where the sun don't shine, and it screams. As it seems to feel that, it is now in really, really, really bad shape. Is that the end of your turn? Uh, I'm gonna, I wanna talk to him and be like, you can leave us alone and I'll pull it out, or we can keep going. I can do this all day, bub. Whatever you want to do. It very gingerly uses its wings to kind of drag itself along the snow. And you just hear the Ew. of the sword coming out of <laughs> oh, it. Oh, I'm no. sorry, listeners. I'm really sorry. It turns around and looks at you bleeding and hurt. It looks at you almost like it understood what you just said. Uh-huh. And then it looks at Jessica and tilts its head. It is so confused. It is hurt. It's weak. You see it begin to run off. It is stumbling. Its ankle is hurt. But it tries to run away into the snow and take up into the air and disappears, seemingly leaving you alone. And take your friend with you!
This has been Your Honor. Your Honor features the vocal talents of Michael Pisani as Jessica Felcher and Amanda Fernandez Acosta as Barbara. The rest of the world is voiced by your DM, Giancarlo Herrera. Editing was done by Hannah Schooner and Giancarlo Herrera with sound design by Giancarlo Herrera. If you want to support the show, consider checking out the links in the show notes or go to patreon.com slash Our patrons get access to exclusive perks like our After the Show show, After the Drimbus, free exclusive merch, bonus series, and the chance to create items for the show or have NPCs named after you. Oh, and don't forget to tweet using hashtag Drimbus to be entered to win a free Dungeons & Drimbus sticker. Thank you all so much for listening, and I do declare I'll see you all next week. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. I got this really strange email last night. I need to see what's going on with this mystery file. Hey, it's a map of a town called Ocean Bay. Someone sent these images to you for a reason. I'm so lost right now. When was the last time you chose a direction and followed it? I'm going to Ocean Bay. We don't get many tourists this time of year. Ocean Bay is a friendly town, but we're not that friendly. I never sent you an email. I don't even know you. And why exactly are you here? The map is the reason we're here. Maps help when you're lost. Do you know what a trap street is? Trap streets aren't real. They don't exist. Don't trust anyone unless they give you a reason to trust them. I think he's dead. How could so much damage happen to a human body in such a short period of time? What the hell is going on here? From the creators of Strange Air, this is Trap Street. So maps can have secrets. Yes, maps can have secrets.